0: I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey, welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life. Mercedes here, like I always say, for episode 116, coming at you live from my car. I decided to go be proactive and make it to the other side of town to pick up Bella from the groomer and almost an hour later she's still in there so I'm hoping she looks super pretty and clean so in the meantime Captain and I are in the car waiting so I thought you know what I'm gonna record and if the if the you know audio is horrible I will do something about it but if not bear with me Uh, so today we're continuing on with being that girl you know the girl who is authentic right and so, um, just really wanting to focus today on a concept that I talk about with clients, a concept that I've learned. And so I'm I'm labeling it kind of like be that goodwill girl. And so goodwill is of course one of the places where we can donate anything, almost. In in our town, we have all other stores that I actually probably donate to more, uh, because they're not for profit. But goodwill is catchy, and goodwill girl sounds good. So in the, in, in the heart of that matter, I really want to bring forth the concept of boxes. Okay. So there's a few ways that we can change our perception of ourself, of others, of, um, people that we, um, you know, are with or, and then also we can change so our, our, um, thought process, um, our behaviors. I think I said that already. I kind of get train of thought. Someone's coming out here probably wondering why I'm recording here. So lost my train of thought. <laughs> when it comes to behaviors, relationships, thoughts, feelings, all of those things, I love to use the analogy of the box. And so to start with that, the first the first analogy of the box is what boxes do you have either in your basement or in your attic or like in a closet where you store things that you kind of think you probably could get rid of, but you aren't yet. Um so I want you to have that visual of that space. And if you were to put those things in boxes, if you were able to part with them, what would those boxes look like? Would they be big? Would you put tape on them to so get to the place, goodwill or whatnot? Well, would you be taking things in and out of the boxes? What what are the boxes, right? And the analogy when it comes to, you know, your personal self is within ourselves we have these boxes back. In the back our basement our you know whatever visual you come up with that is either old feelings old belief systems old relationships that we're hanging on to and that we know there's a part of us that knows it's time to go right it's just time to go but we're hanging on to them so so when we can become a goodwill girl more authentic in ourselves we're able to go find these boxes and look at them so uh, this is going to have a little less structure because of course, you know, I'm hanging out here in the car. But first analogy of the box is you go to your space, you look at what you see. they go in a box or if they're all in boxes, you look in the box. What's there? What What do you want to get rid of? What is residual that is is causing you to be bogged down? Um, and when I talk about this with clients, it, it brings up a lot of things because um, we also are really good at putting things in boxes and shoving them far, far away. Uh, but it affects us. I mean, imagine, imagine, you know, like you want to use a space for your crafting or your office or whatever you want. And there's a bunch of boxes in the way, like a big stack of boxes that you can't push to the side. Um, you just have to deal with them. This is what I want you to imagine. Um, and so I w- I was in a class once and he just, came, he just brought out a whole bunch of boxes threw him in the middle, and, it, you know, it was like, holy cow, it looked like Amazon came. And what he did was he opened the box, and inside the box was a photo of him and a friend, and this had been a friend that they'd have fallen out. And he just kind of harbored that, kept that in his back closet, right? And then the next one was um, his relationship with one of his parents, you know, the, the things that he harbored there. Um, you know, and another one was a job that he wished he could have. So, you know, I don't know if that gives you kind of an idea of what might be in boxes by his examples. Um, When I went through it, I imagined my boxes actually, some of them are already in my foyer, in my area to go. A lot of times when I um, donate stuff, it ends up a process. I put them in the boxes, they're in my hall by my bedroom. They're either in my foyer or back hall. And then sometimes they end up in the garage and stay there a while because they're covered with our day-to-day stuff. And so I actually, in that point, I had so much extra, I felt, that they were still in the foyer in my view, and I was still not giving them up, you know, like my goodwill stuff. And at the time, it was a couple of relationships um, that I had that I was feeling a lot of obligation and guilt about, you know, how I was showing up and like getting a lot of pressure from these people to be a certain way that I'm just not. And it felt so good to pick up those boxes, those figurative boxes, walk them out to, I envisioned walking them out to a friend's car because it was more likely to get there and let them go and watch them drive away. So first analogy of the box, what would be in your closet? Can you identify it at least? And can you let it go? Right? And you know, we're not going to get to the how of letting it go now because that's something I would do with clients. But you can imagine and you can start that process yourself for sure. Okay, so the second analogy of a box that I, you know, talk about with clients a lot, and it's been coming up over and over again with clients, is putting ourselves or other people in a box. So that's another one. Um, and whether, well, it's not really necessarily um, a box that would go to Goodwill, right, it's we... Organize and sort. So some people who bring their stuff to Goodwill will have it all organized and sorted. Um, but for the case of this 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 analogy, it's when it's we put people in boxes when we want to control the outcome. One, when we um, don't know what to do with them. Two, when we're really uncomfortable. Three, and when we are generalizing too much. And you know when it gets to the whole stereotyping thing. Four. Ever, and then we do it to ourselves. We put ourselves in a box. So we have to be a certain way, do certain things. Uh, and it's very limiting, you know. Um, imagine staying in a box in your house and being able to move around, right? So sounds like we're getting a lawnmower coming, maybe. So anyway, this is really important. And I touch on this a lot with clients because if we're, you know, out and about and we're noticing other people putting us in boxes or general groups in boxes, it can be very frustrating. At least it is to me. Uh, You know, it's one of those things where if you try to put all Christians in one box, mm, no, or you try to put all women, no, you put all white people or all Hispanics, you just, we can't do that because it's limiting our ability to, see the world and it's, and it's, it's limiting our ability to connect with these people. Right. And I see it happen all the time. So another emotionally mature thing to do is, is really look at like, who am I putting in boxes? Who am I overgeneralizing? Where do I have the black and white thinking? Um, And where do other people around me have that? And why is it, you know, bumping up against me? Uh, I always say if we have a reaction to something or someone, it's a good mirror for us. (laughs) I speak truth here. I've been really, really been given quite a few mirrors lately. Um, and doing what I would call my shadow work where, you know, when I put a person in a box and I have these expectations, it's like, you know, how can I expect them to move or to grow when I put them in this box in my eyes, you know? And so, one thing to really look at is like, yeah, where, where are your boxes? What are the boxes that really trigger you? You know, and this is, this comes alluding to the first week when we talked about the too much woman this month, it's like, what's, what's triggering you? Where do you feel like people are being too much? You know, I have, my example probably is the political arena. You know, I probably put liberals and conservatives, the ones who are really have big voices in boxes and not everybody is the same not everyone who is pro-choice or who is pro-life or who is voting for this or that is exactly the same or feels exactly the same um, and I can see the value in questioning myself when I go there and I, and I'm kind of challenging you to do the same thing like what is that doing for your outlook in life? what is that doing for them? We're boxing people in and then we're boxing ourselves in. So the second part of that is, we put ourselves in a box. Um, and then that's when we show up to perform, to, um, be and act a certain way that we think is that people pleasing or going to keep the peace or anything that you can think of. Um, and when we put ourselves in the box, um, you know, we're doing similar things to like, if we put other people in boxes, but it's just so limiting, you know, um, it's a different way of, of being limiting than like if you have a bunch of boxes in your house that needs to, needs to go, but it's a similar feeling. It can be that stifled discontented feeling. Um, And it's really freeing to let people out of the box and to let like free them to live their life. You know um, I think we really, um, it's really hard for me to let go of expectations of myself and others. But when I do in little bits, I notice that, Life just gets a little easier. Just a little easier to breathe. So that's that's my second challenge for you. Is you know what what boxes are you putting people in? Um, where is that catching you up? And do you want to change that? Do you want to be out of the box? Do you want to just be yourself, that authentic woman that you are? Do you want to allow other women who you might not see eye to eye with do the same? That's kind of a, a question. Um, it is a it's kind of a different way of thinking um, and there's certain convictions and beliefs that we have that we don't need to compromise to allow other women, other people, not be in the same box as us, right? And there's gonna be people that are gonna rub us the wrong way, right? And for for some of them, they're in our lives, we have to figure out this box thing. For others, it's another box that we're gonna give to goodwill. We're gonna just say to them, go with God, we love you, peace out, (laughs) right? Um, And it's easier said than done. This is why growth work, personal work, professional work is really important. This is why you are always seeking these things, right? And you're wanting them. Um, I'm trying to think there was one more thought I had. And of course, you know, Miss Bella is still in the groomers. Uh, I can see the cute dogs by the window waiting for their parents to come uh, as I talk, but just wanted to really, I guess it's like decluttering your life and I love analogies, I love visuals, and I hope you do too. So I hope these two visuals, these two analogies of um, the boxes um, really, you know, gives you more of an idea of where you might want to remove boxes, where you might want to allow yourself to step out of your box, um, and or where you want to let other people off the hook and like get rid of the box that you put around them. it's not yeah like i said it's easier said than done but it's something that's really really powerful and so it's something that you know will be in the area where i'm going to have all my tools once my membership's up and running uh, i really believe in sharing the things that work with my clients and you know of course in the process of sharing it's you're kind of learning like what can work and when you're working with other Women, or you're in a group, then that's when you get into the how. That's when you get the help that you might need to actually implement these things. Uh, So I'm really excited to have that space available for you, for yourself, for you, you know, with the women that you're working with, or your team, or whatnot. It's I'm getting there. It's kind of be I'll do a behind the scenes podcast soon enough, but you know, I really. I'm excited to hold space for all of you in a place where you can access things as you need to, not necessarily being my one-on-one client. I want it to be something simple and easy. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna close with that. If you're curious about it, um, it's it's in the works, and I'm gonna just go check to see if Bella's ready. It's been three hours, you know. I think <laughs> I think she should be done. Um, but anyway, I hope you all are having a wonderful week, and I'm gonna be back next week with the final episode on being that girl. I'll talk to you soon. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you liked the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.